let's get right into it. Extraterrestrials and UFOs. So how I first started learning about extraterrestrial stuff was I actually didn't even believe in it. Honestly, I didn't believe in aliens because in our society, we're taught like aliens. Oh, that's fake. Like, you know, it's like basically a zombie, like could never be true. That's how we're conditioned. But when I started really finding it super interesting and actually listening to some of the evidence, I was uh, watching a Joe Rogan podcast and he had on this scientist named Bob Lazar. And I'm sure like a lot of you have heard of him, but for people that haven't heard of him, he was in the United States Air Force working um, for S4, which is a secret site. Like we heard of Area 51 and that was where everybody did that whole like raid Area 51 and supposedly where they keep a lot of the like extraterrestrial stuff. But S4 is in the same area, but it's a different site. So that is where maybe they have some of the like the actual stuff, because if everybody already knows about Area 51, I'm sure just to be safe, they probably moved a lot of whatever they did maybe have there at one time. So what this guy did was he kind of started bringing up, you know, the possibility of extraterrestrials. So obviously he had to be super low key. He signed, you know, non-disclosures where he's not supposed to talk about it. So what he did was one time he came out in the media as a silhouetted figure. You couldn't see his face. And he was saying that there was these flying saucers where he was working over the site and he was, you know, being interviewed about these flying saucers that he would see and he would actually invite people to go see them and he actually got in trouble for it because he wasn't supposed to be showing people this. But he started up a phenomenon of people coming forward with their different experiences with extraterrestrials Personally, I don't think that I've ever had like an experience with an extraterrestrial, but there are people out there who they basically just disappear all of a sudden and then they're just somewhere that they weren't or it's like this gap in time. So like in this instance, I'm talking to you right now and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm just gone. No one hears from me and there's like this lapse of time where you don't know what happens. And you might have like a slight memory of what happened, but you don't really know where you were. You don't recall exactly how you got there. And then like you're just back to where you were or you're in another area and people find you or you're just like, what just happened? So this has happened to a lot of different people and the government actually admitted or people who worked in the government with this, you know, this kind of material. They said that they actually were abducting people like for the government, some sort of like social experiment. So you got to wonder how much of it was actually happening, how many people were actually being abducted versus how much of it was put on by the government. So Bob Lazar worked on crafts that were found and there was this specific one called the Roswell crash and it was kept like really top secret. So they found this craft that was crashed and basically 
Bob Lazar worked on these crafts and he was reverse engineering them. So he was looking into looking inside of them and studying them like a scientist would different aspects of them. And he said that when he went on these crafts, it was like otherworldly. Like there was literally nothing that even looked like anything. Like the shapes were not even comprehensible. Like it wasn't normal shapes that we have in like in this earth. He said the only shape that he could really relate to was there was like a honeycomb shape on the door. And that was the only thing that he could familiarize himself with. And he also said that there was these chairs that were for people that were like three foot tall. Like you had to duck when you were inside of it. So it wasn't meant or made for like a normal five foot or taller, you know, type person. It was for small creatures. And that to me is super interesting. But, you know, the government doesn't didn't want this information out there, obviously. So you have like this guy coming out with this information and then all of his records that where he went to school, it was all being like covered up and they're trying to, you know, not to make him seem not credible. So there was all that going on and people were saying, you know, oh, yeah, this he he didn't do all that. He's making it up, blah, blah, blah. But there's another guy, an, an older gentleman. I don't remember his name, but he worked also, you know, on these sites. And he said that the process that Bob Lazar described going to these facilities was exactly how it was. So even they were kind of shielded from where they actually were like they would fly out of the Las Vegas airport, McCarran airport, and then they would be, you know, transported on a bus where you couldn't see outside. So like these different processes, he confirmed that that's actually what happened. He didn't work with him specifically, but he worked with other people that worked with Bob. So he could confirm that. And to me, it seems like he's 100% telling the truth. Uh, One of the documentaries that you can watch to check out about the story is called um, Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. And this guy named Jeremy Corbell helped uh, create this documentary with Bob Lazar because obviously he's got some anxiety about coming out about this stuff. And Bob Lazar never wanted to be in the spotlight. He just wanted to get this information out there. Something that that was cool happened was the guy who made that documentary, Jeremy Corbell, he actually like liked one of my photos because around the time I was watching all the stuff, uh, Ancient Aliens is another show. So I was quoting some stuff um, about extraterrestrials on one of my photos. So he ended up liking it like a few months later, which was cool. But it's just really fascinating Uh, this information that's coming out and more and more people are coming forward. And I think that Bob Lazar is 100% telling the truth because also the FBI came in and raided uh, where he does kind of like his science experiments. He has like a lab basically. So why would they come in and raid him out of nowhere? They claimed that they needed some sort of like email or something or some sort of document, but they could have just reached out to him. They didn't have to come raid his house or his you know, science lab. So to me, that's like, ah, well, if you're, you think of this guy as just a whack job, why would you come and raid his lab? You know, something really interesting about Bob Lazar is he brought to light element 115, which is on the periodic table. It was first discovered by Russian scientists. And what element 115 is, 
It's something that was used on these crafts by these extraterrestrials. And in order for these crafts to work, there's no propulsion, which what propulsion is, is when you're driving your car or a plane's going by, you know, what's coming out and what's pushing the plane forward, what's being exerted from it. But there wasn't any of that on these crafts. So basically, these aircrafts are getting around without any sort of remnants that they're moving or anything. It's just basically like they're zapping from here to there. So that's how that would be done is this element that is really not discovered too much and not really looked into. So that's what Bob studies. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that they raided his science lab because they're still trying to get more information about it. So he's somebody that's really interesting. But then we also have these conventions where they're having these panels and people are able to speak out and talk about their specific experiences with extraterrestrials, with getting abducted and what's going on. And so then your next question would be, what is the purpose of extraterrestrials abducting people, right? This stuff just goes so deep. I could go on and on and on about it. We're just going to touch it today. But basically what the hypothesis is of why extraterrestrials would be abducting people is that we're basically like a pot of an experiment for them. Like the earth is an experiment of the spirituality and just humanity and technology and how we're using, you know, all of this stuff. And, you know, certain people with certain DNA, uh, why are they more spiritual or why are these people, why do they excel in this area? So a lot of the times people that are having these experiences with getting abducted are from certain families and they found that other people in their family also have been getting abducted too and like you know it takes the one person to speak up about it and then the other family member is like wow that actually happened to me as well so I found that really interesting and so then from there why are they why are they you know messing with us so people who've been abducted have said that you know they're they're in a room and when they look around there's different types of extraterrestrials. Some of them might be gray. They call them the grays. Some of them might be not even necessarily any like sort of physical form. They might just be like a light. Basically, their conscious isn't, it doesn't have a shell. It's basically just like a light or an aura, which I found really interesting. And there's all kinds of different extraterrestrials, just like there's all kinds of humans. So back in history, you know, there's been different types of humans, too. It's not just like one kind, obviously. So that's that's really cool because what we've been taught is, oh, yeah, they're just green and they have big eyes. But that's actually not the case. And they've even found that we have extraterrestrial DNA as well. So then you have to wonder, OK, well, then are we part extraterrestrial and where did we come from? So then there's this other hypothesis that we actually, you know, came here from another planet and actually like our God would be extraterrestrial. And so when you start thinking about all these different ideas, right, about religion, about spirituality, about history and, you know, DNA and people and the whole earth as a whole you know like technology how it all ends up fitting together 
So like, for instance, if you think about what we learn in the Bible about when Jesus, what he rose from the tomb, you could then say, oh, well, maybe he was an extraterrestrial. He rose from the tomb. And us having this DNA, it's the scientists are finding these parts of our DNA that they can't explain. Like it's a piece that they're like, we don't know. This is otherworldly. So it's really, really interesting to be like, wow, okay. So everything that we've been taught is more to it. Not necessarily that everything we've we've taught has been a lie. But I would say that a lot of things that we've been taught are very misleading. And we got to kind of take a step back from what we've been taught. And, you know, think about it. Take a double take and... You know, why Why is this saying this? And why are we being taught to not talk about this? Or when someone brings it up, oh, you're crazy, you're a crazy person. Well, actually, it turns out it's kind of crazy to not question things, you know? So, you know, you guys have to look into this stuff. It's really, really insane. I love watching Ancient Aliens. It's one of my favorite shows. They actually just did a episode of the um the area 51 rating the area 51 which nothing ended up really happening it just ended up being kind of like a big convention for alien lovers and a lot of people came out there and reported on it and there was some guys that ended up getting arrested for breaking through and you know going past where they're not supposed to which obviously that was going to happen you know everyone was warned of that but there's there's really a lot to get into here between there's being civilizations under the ocean. Antarctica is another place. You know, there's a lot of places in the earth that are still undiscovered. We tend to think, oh, we're so advanced in technology. We've done so much. We've explored so much. We already know. But that's actually not the truth. Another thing that's really interesting that I want to talk on is the pyramids because they have a lot to do with being like an energy source and the Egyptian culture. It's really interesting and ties into this stuff as well. So thank you guys for listening. And I hope that you kind of think a little bit on what I said. I know it was a lot. And we're going to touch on some of this extraterrestrial and UFO stuff a bit more because I find it fascinating. And as time goes on, more and more stuff is going to be coming out and we're going to be hearing from more Secret Service, military type people, I'm sure of it. All right, guys, talk to you soon.